You're listening. I just, I just don't care. Look, if you're 300 pounds, then you are a monster, and I don't want you to talk. Welcome back to This Is A Work. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and I am here to introduce your host, David Two Dogs Hayes. Thank you very much, David Hensley, and welcome to another edition of This Is A Work. I am your host, David Two Dogs Hayes, and with me as always, my tag team partner, Chris, the Fashion Plate Barnes. How are you, brother? You know, Dave and I saw Doctor Strange recently. Can we talk about that instead? No. Nah. Mm. You know, this. Uh, to be <laughs> fair, let, let's be fair now. Okay. This was not their worst show this no. year. No. Or, or even No, last Marvel's year. had much worse shows. <laughs> Doctor Strange is actually pretty good in comparison. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. You were talking about wrestling. My bad. Yeah. No, no. but... So what does that say when I still don't really want to talk about it? I know. I know. All but, right. Well, let's get into WrestleMania rewatch. Um, yeah. I mean... That's the damnedest thing. It was, it I mean, was a, rematch. I mean, how bad is it that we watched all of these matches one month? Well, most of these matches one month ago. And this was actually a little bit better. Yes. The pressure was off, honestly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's uh, we, we, were, we just talked about this before we uh, turned the recorders on how... Uh, 80% of the of the crowd noise was piped in. Yeah, it feels like I mean, we caught it in some in some parts. And then and then you just told me that oh, what, what was um, it? Someone uh, someone caught it and posted it on Twitter um where they were using old crowd shot reactions from show like at least uh, at least one show was a decade ago. Um just to sweeten the sweeten like the people were into it you know it's a i I don't wrestling's faker now (laughs) than it's ever been and i don't say that word lightly this is the dream this is what wwe has wanted and thunderdome gave them finally the the excuse to yeah yeah damn covid um well, let's talk about this fake ass shit. We right. did already. <laughs> we did already. Go listen to WrestleMania. <laughs> so we start things out with R- Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes. Ah, uh, damn fun match. Fun, very fun. Uh, I, I think again, every, I think everyone said is like this is the match you wanted to open with and get things rocking. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I would have closed with this match. Sure. After what we'll get to that, but uh, yeah, I, this was a closer for me. If yeah. we had solved this match and then said good night, everybody, I was yeah, fucking great pay per view. Sure. Yeah, this was awesome. But uh, but no, that's not what happened. We started out with it. We started out with some damn fine chain wrestling that you ju- you don't see in AEW. Mm-hmm. You damn sure don't see it in WWE. You really don't see it in the indie circuit. Um, just just letting you know how good these two really are. And this went on for I would say probably ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Just. Both guys, Cody and Rollins, are, are just fantastic in the ring. 
uh, the go home on this one was this is going to become a pattern later, but uh, the go home were two consecutive back-to-back roll-ups mm-hmm. for Cody coming out on top to get the three count. Yeah, Seth, Seth rolled him up, pulled the tights to try and get the win, but Cody reversed it and then pulled the tights on Seth to hold him in. Just great match. Uh, I, I'm usually not happy about a roll-up win, but in this case... It, it fits with what they're doing. It fits, and, and we're not done. Right, so. Of course not, and it... it, it uh, Especially because they were the, they were playing off each other. Seth, Seth, especially in this match, as opposed to being surprised by Cody at WrestleMania, he kept uh, he kept getting out of stuff and in you know slinking around the ring and staying awake. It was like, aha, I've got you scouted now. You can't you know, like fool yeah. me once, shame on me, kind of thing. A lot of good story. It's... Just trying to frustrate Cody at every turn. Yeah, and uh, I wish. I could say the same for our next uh, WrestleMania rewatch match. Uh, we have the almighty Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Omos has a secret weapon now because MVP decided... I, MVP uh, friendship uh, with Bobby Lashley is done. Now he's friends with Omos. You know, okay. He needed a manager. Yes. He did. Oh, of course. And... They still let him talk, though. You know, I feel the same. I feel about MVP the same way that I feel about this last Metallica album. (laughs) It was good, but it would be so much better if it weren't Metallica. (laughs) It's good and it's needed, but does it have to be Metallica doing this? And same thing with MVP. Yeah, he he needs a manager, but does it have to be MVP? Can, is there nobody else? Well, Jimmy really. Hart is he's just working at Hogan's uh gimmick store as far as I know. That's all he's doing. We can put him to work. I was going to say, well, not really because I mean, another good candidate for that Malcolm Bivens/Stokely Hathaway was recently let go. Well, there you go. You know, we we we're leaving money on the table, guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm. What's Harvey Whippleman doing these days? Wasn't he the manager of the last uh, monster that they had in there? I can't remember. Uh, Giant Gonzalez, right? I think he did stuff after that. Yeah, I th- didn't he manage Golga uh, for a second? Maybe. <laughs> we're, we're getting off the rails. Yeah, here. it doesn't matter. It's. <laughs> This, uh, there's no story to this. It's sloppy. Um, you want to talk about the taint buster? Uh, oh, yes, please. (laughs) That's, but I will say this this time it was better than WrestleMania's. Well, yeah, it looked way. It looked way more accidental at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I guess the idea is that like even even the almighty Bobby Lashley can't really get Omos up very well. So he get, he does this weird thing where he hooks in between Omos's legs and around his shoulder. Him. Yeah. And, and just basically up and slams him with a spine buster. 
I believe we, we called it. I just said taint buster because it's like <laughs> he hooked him through the legs. This is like, I don't know what else to t- talk about. This. Right. Uh, I think we called it a single leg spine buster. We were being generous. Yes, we were. Uh, <laughs> it's sloppy as hell. Um, this feud is. I, I know what they're going for, but this is not doing anybody any favors. Yes. Um, I, I don't know. Almost, uh, he gets the win here. He double choke slam. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that. Oh, that looked oh terrifying. The, yeah. Um, Bobby did not get his legs up in Tom. No. But I don't know was, if almost rushed it or Lashley was too slow in the uptake. Or well, I mean, it felt like it was both of them. Uh, yeah, because because I mean, almost at the very least, he lifted him up and it just awkwardly kind of dropped slash slammed him because I think almost realized oh his legs aren't around and didn't want to hold him by his neck. Yeah, uh, it's bad. I mean, this it was a dangerous match. I will say again. Better than last time. True. Therefore, I gave it to Meltzer. <laughs> and before a dots are connected, almost is way better than Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> oh, so much better. Yeah. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. I didn't want. I didn't want there to be an accidental connection there. <laughs> yeah. Um. From what I understand about Giant Gonzalez, he was a super, super nice guy. Well, the thing was, he was originally just supposed to be about. He came in. He came on on a visa to play basketball and messed mm-hmm. up his knee or something. Exactly. That's exactly and what so it was. So he was like, "Well, you're in the area for it. Let's, uh, let's get get him in a ring." And I don't think that it was one of those things. Where it's like, well, let's get him out there to make money before we actually ever train him properly. Yeah. And he he was probably one of the first giants or big guys yeah. uh, to ever go through the power plant mm-hmm. and go through the power plant. <laughs> yeah, he was El Gigante in WCW. Mm-hmm. And he yeah, visited the power plant. <laughs> I think there was a walking tour. Um, yeah, but yeah, by all means, he was a super great guy. He just he wasn't great, and I think everyone knew it, including him. Yeah, and Omos is not that. He is better. Slightly better. We still have a lot of work to do. He's a work in progress, and I hope they get to a finish line. <laughs> yeah, because before he kills somebody. <laughs> uh, moving on to our next match, and there's not many matches on this card. There's six tops. No, uh, it wrapped up pretty neatly, actually. Yeah, three-hour pay-per-view, man. It was, uh, and, and I that was I was happy with that. Absolutely. You got an extra Meltzer for me for that alone oh sure <laughs> um we have edge versus aj styles pretty good Very um good, yeah uh, again same thing that we saw last time this was a little bit better because now we got edge being the hill mm-hmm. and yeah, he's doing his cult thing you you knew this was going to end wacky because the stipulation that aj won and set up was Damien Priest is barred from ringside. Right. Damien Priest is barred from ringside. Mm-hmm. Well, the way this goes down, uh, Damien Priest does come down towards the end. But he only comes out to the end Halfway. of the ring. Yeah, he's only out, on the, out there in the entrance area. He's not at ringside. That's right. He's not touching you. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and... Here comes a shadowy lurking figure. Catches uh, and so, 
pushes Someone got AJ lost Styles. on their way out of the Hot Topic and is standing <laughs> at ringside. Pushes AJ Styles off the top rope. Uh, comes back in for Edge to... Uh, gives him a chance to uh, apply a chokehold. Yep. And AJ passes out from the pain. Oh, I f- forgot to mention that... Uh, while Damian Priest is out there distracting, yes, Finn Balor comes down. Well, he comes down. Yeah, he clean, he comes down to stop. That's what. That's why the uh, the shadowy figure is a surprise because Finn Balor comes out to help AJ and, mm-hmm. and take care of Priest. That's right, because the original Bullet Club are getting back together. Well, not the original, but and uh, also we can't call them Bullet Club. So. Yeah, the club. <laughs> uh, good lord, that's uh, honestly, nah, man. There's so many members of the bullet club now it's not even funny anymore. also also here's where again it's like i i'm i'm not gonna do this a lot but when it when it matters it matters here's where aew is superior where it's like when that happens when they start they like wwe wants you to know about their past but they they don't want to mention anything aew is like they were members of the bullet club in japan and now they're like they would say it mm-hmm. they would they would do everything they could to clear it and say it and mention it and say like here's their history they're gonna they're actually working together again which uh, speaking of that yeah. um of of commentators mentioning things mm-hmm. Did you notice that Pat McAfee mentioned that the fiend was in the audience? Well, he tossed off a joke because a kid was in the front row. Yeah, uh, wearing a fiend mask, and he's like, "Is that the fiend at ringside?" And <laughs> well, the, the the Twitterverse was all a Twitter about it, and it was like, "Is, is the fiend still on the, on the roster?" Like, no, McAfee made a joke. Yeah. there was a kid, a very obviously a kid. There was very obviously a kid uh, making a. Just without a fiend mask, because he... Because, you know, they're still selling them, and why wouldn't they? They got the trademark. They're, I I think they're they're selling them on the on the false hope that if, you know, if we're still selling them, maybe he'll come back. Yeah. You know, they we, don't cause, want Because they'll know it's like, because they know it's like, if we stop selling them, then it's the, then he's really gone. Yeah, I mean, Bray Wyatt just went out for cigarettes a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back with the milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll be back before Christmas morning. Don't worry, sweetie. Oh, that reminds me. I, when we go off the air, I have to tell you a story about my uh, heel run as an independent wrestler. <laughs> Something I said. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, no, this was a really good match. Well, AJ gets choked out. Yes. And... Honestly, I he, feel like he should have won because, I mean, once Finn chased him to ringside, he, they broke the stipulation. They, he did. <laughs> he did. They should have lost by DQ. Yeah. But anyway. this shadowy lurking character turned out to be Rhea Ripley. What? Another goth. Are you kidding me? It's not a phase, Mom. <laughs> well... I guess uh, the only other person she that we have. She looks so excited to be there. <laughs> you know, she really did. Yeah. Because she's, uh, I said this that night, where she's probably been watching Edge since she was a little girl. And now she is in a stable with Edge. That's That's got to do something I mean, for you. People were people were reposting the Twitter, the, the, the screen caps on the Twitter. She's just so happy. Yeah. She's just looking at Edge and she's smiling and she's... <laughs> 
<laughs> She's practically vibrating with happiness. I, I I guarantee it. If you stuck a mic to her, it would be. <laughs> you could it's, put that under the. You could put that audio under the under the uh, the footage. Why not? They're doing it anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I gave this match three. Uh, Edge goes over. And now he's added one more to it's, his stable of darkness. It's a good match, and it's and it's continuing a, a, an interesting story. So yeah, and we don't get many of those no. with WWE. So I think that's <sighs> why people attach themselves so hard to them when they come, come I, along. I know, I know. Moving on. To, uh, speaking of which, um, we have our next match, which is the. Women's champion Charlotte Flair, and that would be the SmackDown champion, if I'm remembering correctly, right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, SmackDown. Yeah, Bianca's, Bianca's Raw. Um, versus Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Um, and this is an I quit match. I take issue with that. Why would you put them in a match that encourages them to talk more? Right. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna admit right now I stole that joke from Twitter, but <laughs> this is my thing. When I think about the I quit matches yeah. of the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. I think about them starting in the ring, but it goes backstage, right? And, right, and they tussle about. And honestly, the best damn thing that I've seen from Charlotte and Ronda is what two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was. That backstage schmoz that oh, happened. Sure, sure. That was the best thing the women's division has ever seen. It's a it's a delivery on the promise of this this is the only thing that ends this match is someone saying I quit. Yeah. So it delivers on that that in, that implied promise of this is gonna get wild and go anywhere. Yeah. And it it did go into the audience a little bit. I was uh, kind of surprised about that. The, the oh my God, Rhonda had a chair in the crowd, and I got very worried. I did too. I saw that, and I was, mm. the thing about this match, um, there's no good way to say it. This was poorly designed for Rhonda. And Charlotte, as much as I like uh, and respect Charlotte, this ain't her type of match. I'm sorry. Uh, It's not. And it's nobody in the women's division that I can think of right now should be put in an I quit match. They're, They're just, I'm not saying they're not good, capable wrestlers. They are. They're the best in the world. Yeah. They they don't have the storytelling ability to put it over and this and, and it they proved it last night, uh or Sunday. It it was just it was poorly designed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were just doing moves for the sake of doing moves. Yeah, the idea of an I quit match is that you are will it's like you are so ready to basically kill each other. Mm-hmm. That this is the only way. <laughs> yeah. And now, if this had been a submission match, yeah, maybe we could have choreographed something or or designed something a little better for him. Because look, Ronda's matches have to be 
she has to memorize her match from beginning to end. Otherwise, she's going to stink up the place, and she's stinking up the place anyway. So it's uh, so, something has to be done. It's the I Quit match. I know a lot of people liked it because they haven't seen any any of the ladies go into the crowd in a while. Yeah. But look, it the reality is the match was a stinker. Um. It, but again, better than the last one. <laughs> uh, the one thing I will say is that I, I, uh, I really appreciate how this feud has uh, scaled back that that thing they were doing with Charlotte, where she would just essentially be going "quote unquote" beast mode mm-hmm. and just just being a, a, a snarling monster in the ring. Right, right. She she was she was she was kind of lesnaring her way through the women's division a little. Yeah, a little bit. And I'm really glad that at the very least that this has scaled it back and she has started running from Ronda and I was like I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Cuz I was getting kind of tired of of the other thing. There's there's a time when you have to do that and if you're going to, from story point of view, if you're going to get in the ring with the baddest woman on the planet, this would be time to play Chicken Shit Hill. Yeah. And I guarantee it, your dad would have done it. And Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's a flare. Yeah. I honestly expected to see a, a bag off. Yeah. Just, and to hear the, no. Yeah. That's... You, Come on, that's at least a flare flop, something. Yeah. But no, no. What did happen was uh, she gets uh, Rhonda in a, uh, but gets her arm or her legs caught between a chair. Yes. And oh, she that's start, right. and she goes, and she goes, Happy Mother's Day as she reaches her arm through the chair. Yeah. And then Rhonda catches her with the arm through the chair. And hooks that arm bar. Yeah. And then she taps. So, hashtag and new WWE Women's Champion, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. The cycle continues. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it two and a half. We've learned zero lessons. Yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) So, now we're back. Somebody's going to have to beat Rousey. And now Rousey has to cut a promo now. So, great. This is... I blame you. What? This is your fault. How, I. How is this my? I didn't want her back. It's. <laughs> I didn't want her back either. Somebody opened the door. I kind of hope somebody would, moved the rock. I kind of hope she'd actually get pregnant again. <laughs> Stay out of her vagina. I. <laughs> oh, just. I know. There's the crowd, so many things. I mean, things. she's supposed to be the baby. She's supposed to be the face, and I. And I know the crowd is not warming to her anymore. It. No, they're they're not, and they're not going to, and it doesn't matter anyway because they're going to pipe in the damn noise. They're going to pipe in the. They're going to show you different pictures of the crowd. It's honestly, it's kind of like Total Recall now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just they are changing the narrative of everything. Hmm. Incidentally, there is a new wrestling federation up that. Uh, Braun Strowman as Oh Lord. The more I've heard about this, the dumber it gets. I know. But st- but the point is good. I mean, it's called control your narrative. Uh, but the people running it shouldn't. Oh yeah, no, that's it's bad. It's, it's 
uh, from what I've seen, it's it's pretty tough to watch. But oh, it's already running. Oh, even better. oh yeah, it's been running for a minute now. But mm. yes, it's not it's not great. <laughs> um, moving on now. I think this was the sleeper match of the night. Also, the semi-main event, as it were. Um, didn't think this would ever happen. But Madcap Moss <laughs> versus Happy Corbin is our semi-main Honestly, event. Yeah, and it was a pretty good match. I enjoyed it. It was. I think it was the most underrated match of the night and yeah. possibly the year. Um, I remember when we were watching this, we were talking with everybody, especially Katie, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it was we we were just going on about why why we weren't enjoying this more, and, it, and we came to the conclu- we we, we kind of got to it where it was the fact that it was like these these guys are good wrestlers putting on a good match, but WWE has absolutely failed in presentation. Oh yeah, they've failed Baron Corbin from day one. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I mean, now you can tell from his two finishing moves—the deep six and the uh, the end the, of days. Thank you, end of days. That he he is a force. There's there's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. Even though he's not my favorite wrestler, but whose fault is that? Not Baron Corbin's, actually. No, uh, I don't want to see the guy because you have marketed him completely wrong. And you you can't label him as a mechanic because he can't really put anybody over because you don't nobody cares about him. They he is a jobber, and that's it. And it's your fault that he's not your fault, Barnes. But no, this one I don't get claim to. Okay. No, no, <laughs> it's their fault that he's a jobber. It's their fault that they're going to make Riddick Moss a jobber. Uh and Riddick Moss looked fantastic. Yeah. I mean, th- so great. He's, I'm really warming up to the guy. Uh, I just, can we get him can a shirt? We, a sh- <laughs> how about, how about a singlet? Yeah. Or Maybe. long, or, or I tell you what, long pants and just remove those suspenders. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's a joke about later hosing in there somewhere. Here's the but, thing I'm uh, worried about. Now that this this break has occurred between the mega powers, um, <laughs> I kept making that joke and I can't stop. I know. Um, is now they're not really going to change anything about Madcap Moss, and but now you're expected to be happy to see him and hear him tell his stupid jokes. I was I, I was on uh, TikTok uh, the other day. Oh no! As, as your I'm, first mistake. Yeah, as I'm prone to be, and I was kind of talking about this particular subject. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, somebody argued the point. Well, you know, everybody there. There's been a lot of jobbers that have made it big. What about the one, two, three kid? And uh, he wasn't a jobber. He was. N- he was not a jobber. Well, they started him out as supposed to be a jobber, right? Sean Waltman came out and lost like three matches. Sure. And then he wrestles uh, Razor and he gets that win. Yeah, but is is that that's that's not an accident though? <laughs> no, no, it's marketing yeah. and but still that's it's not the same thing. No, it's what you're doing here is. 
you're just embarrassing people. You're putting people in lederhosen and shoving them in front of cable television. And they've got no gimmick. The, the Madcap Moss has no gimmick. It's it's just dad jokes. That's it. And I don't know, man. We it's yeah. It's just you're capable of more. Well, I mean that. I mean the entire the entirety of his character up to this point was follow Happy Corbin around, tell stupid jokes uh, to ridicule his opponents. Yeah. Rinse, repeat. Right. And now he's just going to be going on a singles tear telling dad jokes. But I mean, because yeah, yeah, that won't mean anything unless they let him tweak his gimmick and be something else. Right. Like He would be an awesome Wardlow. Sure. Here's the thing. I, I, I will just say in general, I love stupid shit. Sure. <laughs> I, I love, I love, I love comedy wrestling. I love good comedy wrestling mm-hmm. I love good comedy in wrestling yeah Mad Cat Moss is not that Mm-mm. it does a dis- and it does a disservice to Moss it, it does it does and comedy wrestling for right. that matter so moving into our main event oh I gave this match uh, three solid Meltzers yeah. uh, uh, again a solid match a trash storyline but a solid match mm-hmm. and uh, Moss actually goes over uh, with a sunset flip of all things. That's right. Virgil's his own man. <laughs> yeah. How about that? That's crazy. Um, so now, yeah, moving into the main event. Okay. At this time, I would like to start my two-part apology <laughs> to you, Mr. Barnes, and to you, Mr. Hensley. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have laughed. This is serious. Go ahead. Not accepted. Well, just you haven't, <laughs> that, you haven't heard it yet, no. Dave. Let him, no. let him say it. Let him say it before you, you reject it. Okay. All right. Go ahead, dogs. Perhaps I may have overstated my wrestling knowledge uh, Sunday night when I said the following. <laughs> this is going to be a good match. <laughs> I'm so sorry I said that. I also said Roman's going to look fantastic. And the reason that Dogs is apologizing for these things is because he has an uncanny ability. Okay, uh, let's take a time out here. One, you mentioned before the next pay-per-view going on DraftKings and trying your hand at that. I'm going to after your No, after your showing Sunday night, absolutely do not because you jinxed yourself. Yeah, Dogs has an uncanny ability to call whatever is going to happen in the ring. Or inside Vince McMahon's head. Yeah, well, yeah, more so inside Vince McMahon's head. I even did it with Roman during the match. I said he's going to circle once and he's going to tag out, and damned if he didn't. Exactly. You called so many things correctly about this pay-per-view, I'm sorry, this premium live event on Sunday, that when you said, guys, this is going to be a good match, Roman... Roman's going to look good and Roman might lose that everyone else in the room was suddenly like, Oh my God, Roman might lose in fairness. Everyone except me. (laughs) The eternal cynic. Yes. You're right. So yeah, that would make it a three part apology. I, I, I did say, I think Roman will get pinned tonight. Chris, the thing in fair, in fairness to one part, 
Roman usually looks good in a six-man tag because he's got two other people covering sins. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got and he's with the Usos. And it's it's the Usos and RK Bro and Drew McIntyre. And Drew McIntyre. This a precedent is set. <laughs> This is going to be a knockdown, drag out, fast paced match. And it kind of was. No. Whenever kind of. Roman wasn't in it. Yes. Yeah, that was the thing. Here's As the thing. I, it started and boom, pow, and, boom. And here's the thing the thing you, the, well, the, the part you described about Roman tagging in and just taking a lap and then tagging out, perfect heel shit. Yes. That's good. That's good. It's like everyone wanted to see him and Drew lock up. He denies them. Good. Mm-hmm. But then when he tagged in for real, they made him do the Roman Reigns stuff. Yeah. Or he decided, or yeah, it was, he did the Roman Reigns stuff, which is grind this to a halt. Yeah, he slowed the pace of that match down to the point of watching snails fuck. It. I've I've never seen a tag team as dynamic as the Usos and RK Bro slow down to a pace like that. They had to do a spot where they were all wiped out or somewhere else at the moment so that he could do that. It was the and the thing about it is I noticed everybody got sucked into it. I mean, even Jimmy tagged in at one point, and he took a couple of laps around the ring talking shit to uh, to Riddle yeah. and then started working him, but still not working him in a fast pace. It was Glacier. I, it was, I wish Glacier was in that ring. <laughs> I miss Glacier. I know. <laughs> Glacier is... Gl- what if Riddick Moss could be Glacier Reeves? Look, we all miss Glacier, but we, we can't do that. I'm sorry. Ah, oh, damn it. Mm. But uh, at one point, we get we finally we see the hot tag coming. Yeah. He uh, Riddle hits the flying kick, and he gets over there, and he and. It, Jimmy finally, he gets up and he staggers back into the corner. Mm-hmm. Roman gets the blonde tag on the shoulder and steps in. Now, <laughs> Riddle takes a flying leap yes. to the corner and gets the tag for Roman. And Roman comes in. No, 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 no. Wrong team. I'm sorry. Not Roman. Uh, uh, Drew, Drew. Drew. My bad. And Roman comes in. But because Roman was taking his own sweet ass time about getting into the ring, that was the coldest hot tag I've ever seen in my life. They basically started the match over. Yeah, I've never seen a hot tag into a brick wall quite that hard it, before. Is, guys, you, I, I know there are Roman fans that are out there right now. You cannot honestly say this was a good match. Oh, plenty did. I, I know. Yeah. I saw it. It's the... Uh, it, yeah. 
it makes me wonder. It's like, do you, are you not? Are not, are we not watching the same thing? Yeah, Poochie stopped the match so he could have so everyone Poochie. so everyone could so he could do his Poochie shit. It's, finally, we get another hot tag, and I think it was like the it third was, one of the yeah, night. Yeah, it, it, it was when Randy came in. I don't remember. It, it was Riddle again. It, it was Riddle to uh, Randy that time. Yeah, Riddle to Randy. And then it was it, and then I forget uh, who on the other side, but it was an actual hot tag moment. Yeah. And let's see, no, let, let me see if I can get this right. Okay. Um, yeah, his his uh, I think it was his third hot tag of the night. Yeah, he cleans house. A, he empties the ring, and he does a. He starts to spin around, and pow! He gets caught with that spear. One, two, three, over. Well, yeah, that but that was uh, yeah, and then they gave the hope spot where you actually RKO'd. Um, Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was the second hot tag. Yeah, so the second hot tag, he actually RKO's Roman. Mm-hmm. And people lost their minds. Because yeah. they thought for one second, as a, wow, he's going to get it. But yeah, I, I, the ending came after there was a, you know, everyone piles into the outside in varying degrees of hurt. Mm-hmm. Randy gets knocked into the corner. Who goes through the table? One, uh, Riddle? No. Uh, that was... McIntyre. McIntyre. There yes. you go. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because uh, yeah, uh, Roman puts him through the table. Everyone else gets waylaid in some fashion. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, they, he goes back into the ring. And you're right. It was beer. I was, there was also the world's worst Superman punch. Um, Boy, that was... Which, how how about is, that for being the drizzling shit, huh? something. That's saying something. Isn't oh, it? my God. Uh, was it Dave? Dave, were you the one who said it was basically a hop up and a tap? Yeah. <laughs> No, because at that point I'd stop paying attention. That's right. That's fair. It was uh, so. Someone, to, someone called it then. Is yeah. Yeah. So, so to you and to Hensley, I, I, I deeply apologize for that. I, I am sorry if I gave anybody any false hope. Um, Dogs, not to be mean, but that's not going to mean anything unless it's addressed to me on WWE letterhead and signed by Vince McMahon. <laughs> Well, I've been saying that for a long time. He owe, <laughs> Vince owes me thousands and thousands of dollars. So you deserve a recurring payment into your account of nine ninety nine a month for at the very least. Really, for really. the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> I gave this match a uh, one. Yeah, and uh, that's fair. I'm sorry, yeah, guys. I mean, at me if you want to. It's fine. We will argue about it all day. The fact remains that could have been a stellar match. Nine times out of ten, it would have been a stellar match. Someone told that mechanical bull named Roman to slow things down, keep it at your pace. Uh, and he said, yes, yes, sir, boss. And... uh and out to the ring he goes. Well, it was just a, a solid reminder that Roman is the main character, and uh, you should yeah. always remember that. Uh, and and it, there is no other plan. Sorry. It's... And that one uh, that you gave it is solely because of all the effort of everybody. But Roman. Everybody he, else. He is a minus. <laughs> I. And look, guy, I'm... I... I, I talk a lot of shit about Roman. The thing about it is he's I'm not going to say that he's good because I don't believe he is, but he has he has a 
fantastic body. He's a good-looking dude. He is extremely athletic. And, He's and what um, else? It, it, the charisma, right? You want to talk about the charisma? Nah, I'm, I'm not going to say charisma because okay. it's not there. And Vince said, hey, two out of three ain't bad, huh? Let's go. <laughs> Let's run with it. Uh, so, and he wants to be the next John Cena. So, say uh, what you will about Hogan or Cena, they had the ability to pump enthusiasm and yeah. momentum into what they were doing. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I honestly, I, I was never, I've never a Hogan fan. Me neither. But you know what? He can go on. He can get on a mic and put some audio like audible adrenaline into what what is happening and the thing about it too and people will argue with me on this hogan can work yes if you watch watch anything that he does in japan hogan knows how to work Mm -hmm. he was told not to when he got to wwf by vince jr uh, so I mean, that's because Vince has a plan. He's like, no, you keep things simple. You have a formula to your match. And they're doing the same thing with Roman, except his formula just blows dick and puts people to sleep. It's You can't win any new fans with this being your franchise. It's just not going to happen. I mean, I, please tell me I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I want the WWE to do great. I want to enjoy it. But I just, I can't fucking do it. Oh, my God. And, and, and we say this. This is a monthly conversation that we have. Yes. And it's much like WrestleMania Backlash. It's the same thing every month. And here I am breaking a vow because what did I say at the end of WrestleMania? Oh, you have to. There are people listening. Whatever. I didn't want to talk about him ever again. The only reason I can I can get around saying that is just uh, there's five other people to talk about in this match. That's true. But who came in and reminded everyone that it's all about him. <sighs> that 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 would that would have been Roman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he got the shitty spear and a shit like the first spear that he threw that night mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And caught a three count off of it. I see I I almost would be willing to accept that if it was Anything but a spear. I hate a spear so much. I've always hated them. It's the shittiest move, and it's... I, I just... I hate the fucking spear just so much. In a match where that means ultimately nothing, no. um, where no titles are on the line, uh, this would have been the perfect time to show that the, the cracks are forming in the facade. Yeah. Where and it, you can even, tease that. Even, you can he can go on the rest of the year. Even if you don't want him Roman to eat a pen, there's a there's an uso or two there. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, it's just like show that the, there's a little falter in the bloodline and and just uh yeah. Just start making Roman, you know, act a little and say, "Oh, oh, oh things are not all well at the table." Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, that, it's it's very easily done, and you can drag this out as you should drag it out for long-term story. 
it's a it's a shame but that's what's making me mad is like the moments where it's very clear where where a, a particular story beat should happen they're ignoring mm-hmm. and at the peril of ruining this forever yeah yeah it's a damn shame so like i said i gave this a one overall uh i gave this pay-per-view a it would have been a uh two and a half but because it was only three hours and something i bumped it up to a three uh it's the statler and waldorf wall excuse me statler and waldorf joke <laughs> oh yeah it was meh it was a retread it was uh yeah. it was short it was short i loved it <laughs> so uh what about your best dressed for the evening? Oh, you know, I... You know, I ask you that every month, and every time I ask you, you act like I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> well, that's because we spent 40 minutes talking about the other things. That's true. <laughs> also, we watched it We watched it a couple days ago, and as soon as uh, a pay-per-view like this ends, it just starts fading from my mind as quickly <laughs> as possible. Um... Honestly, I can't remember the matches we just talked about. If I'm being, <laughs> uh, well, we we had uh, well, Cody we had and the Seth. I'll say Cody. they tie. Okay, right on. Co- Cody because he he's keeping a consistent look that is well put together. Yeah, uh, and, and the of tattoos course, growing. <laughs> that's not clothing. I'm it, not counting it. And. Um, no, it's it's a parasite, and it's it's consuming him. It's getting bigger, guys. And, Seth, and Seth's gimmick is, of course, what he's wearing. So I think he, so. He's he's always pulling off killer ensembles. Yeah, yeah, the drip god. Yeah. <laughs> so what about your worst dressed? It's Moss, and it's not his fault. It's not. It's it. It should always worst dress should always be Moss. It's until they give him, until they give Dobby some clothes. I, <laughs> When is when when are we gonna put baby in in a, in some dress up big boy clothes? He looks like a like a kindergartner that lost his shirt. It it he does. It's it's embarrassing. <laughs> like he's playing and he's like, "Where's your shirt?" Uh. Oh man. So, uh, yeah, I think that's actually gonna do it for us sure. since we don't have. Uh, we we don't have anything else for it. We had six matches. Hensley, what do you think? I think that any pay-per-view that involves Roman Reigns, it's not worth asking me my opinion on because I've it's just going to be me retreading old ground every month. Well, what do you think about everything before the main event? Um, I know you have thoughts on the Cody Seth uh match. I was barely paying attention to that. This is what happens with 9 out of 10 matches. If they don't <laughs> grab me immediately, mm-hmm. I stop caring. Right. Um, plus, I mean, I, I sadly, I blame you for this. I marked out so hard for AEW that I'm still disappointed that Cody's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, my overall thought on the pay-per-view itself, I want more women's matches. Yeah. That that Ronda and Charlotte match was bullshit. You have so many better women wrestlers mm-hmm. that could have come out there and put on a clinic. Or say and, a US title or intercontinental title defense. Or anything. Yeah. And instead that's what we got. I tried getting into it. I tried caring about what was happening, and I couldn't. No, and no one can blame you. Yeah. No, we can't. We really can't. And honestly, they're they're losing fans right over left and 
you know, you deserve to fail. You really do. At this point, it's been three solid years and it's progressively getting worse. It's it's like you're trying to kill it. And I they're, nah, they're, you know killing, they're killing that. it without doing anything different is the thing. Is they're just doing it over and over. Mm-hmm. I, I had a uh, friend that uh, had a uh, promotion uh, and uh, at one point, and I had seen some, something that uh, a couple – he had asked me to come take a look at some things and see if I could do anything. And I, I went and watched one of the matches, and I was like, well, okay – his the, the booking wasn't great, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, okay, you need to do a lot of things differently." Uh, I was like, "This needs to change. This needs to change. This needs to change." And he's like, "Well, I can't do any of that. The only thing I can really do is stay the course." And like, then why ask? Why why <laughs> you why you ask me? <laughs> and the, that's. The only difference between him and Vince McMahon is millions and millions of dollars, and Vince hasn't asked me anything. So, <laughs> but uh, I think that's going to do it for us, man. We're st- we're getting shorter and shorter. We're yeah, under is, an hour. This is the shortest episode of the show, I'm pretty sure by it's far. Gotta I mean, be. I mean, when you just run down WrestleMania again, it's just. Aside from that time, I forgot to turn the volume up on the mics and you recorded a whole episode with no volume and then had to redo it. Yeah, I think that one was like 36, 37 minutes. All right, first this match happened, this person went over, it was bullshit. Then this next match happened. It was like Patton Oswalt <laughs> yeah. trying to recap Okay, wrestling. bye. <laughs> next match was the Usos. They lost. I'm pissed. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... What else is there to say about this? Um, the crowd goes mild. Um, yeah. Next week, we're going to be releasing the new episode that you and Shelby just recorded of This is a Rewind. Oh, yeah. Very excited. You want to give them a preview of what that was about? Okay. Well, we decided it would be fun if we did Shelby's favorite match. She was talking a lot about her favorite match. And um, because for those of y'all that know uh, with a Shelby Death Ray Patterson from This Is a Takeover, she is very upbeat. She has constantly got a smile on her face, and I do not. And <laughs> you mean you mean how you delight in trying to wipe it off? Right. That's that's yeah. That's how I live my life. And since she wanted to do her favorite match, I thought it would be fun if I did my most hated match. That sounds about right. And. Um, and then maybe next month, I think we'll switch it up and we'll do my favorite match and and something that makes her angry. <laughs> see if I can see see if I can twist her little just, brain. Just and, a just, and the, just a constant back and forth of feathers being ruffled. Is that that that's that's how I live my life, man? That's <laughs> you, see, I fill my heart with hate and evil, and 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 I start my day. <laughs> and, and by the time the day is over, I'm so tired from making people angry at me. There's nothing to do but fill it up with hate again. Villainy is a full-time job. Man. It is. It is. Boy, no rest for the wicked, huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, me and Shelby have a fantastic time. We've 
we've done two episodes of this is a, a rewind uh-huh. and we have enjoyed each other's company immensely it's uh it's a lot of fun i can't wait for you guys to hear this the next episode all right and then coming up uh last week of the month we're into may now so that means stan's top 10 picks for long walk talks or i'm sorry yeah his perfect 10 choices for long walk talks are done we're now into chris's so uh coming up in two weeks we'll be talking about chris's first perfect 10 film and we'll yeah, be doing um, that. Uh, yeah, if you if you uh, were, do we, do we if, get a spoiler on what's your first perfect ten? Oh, sure. Yeah, I've, if you if you were uh, just uh, overwhelmed by old boy, we have got a palate <laughs> cleanser coming your way. Uh, we are going to be doing Mystery Science Theater three thousand, the movie. Uh, and be be prepared because this will be the the first time I've been officially sanctioned to talk about Mystery Science Theater for longer than five minutes. You're warned now. I usually keep a ruler on hand to slap his wrist whenever he tries to bring it up. But <laughs> I, I made the mistake of giving him carte blanche here. So now let, let's clarify something real quick. These are movies that you guys think are perfect. Well, here's yeah. the thing. I've they've been. He's just been. And Stan chose old boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something but, that you consider a perfect ten. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I've I've been qualifying as like it to me. It's perfect. It, to me, it 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 works on all levels. It's like it may not qualify in general. Like no movie's gonna be perfect. Perfect. But, right. We're, we're right, not talking right. about like the IMDb top 100 or the mm, AFI sure. or something. It's our personal AFI top. We're revealing whatever. a lot about our psyche. I stand here. on my question. No? <laughs> we're, we're getting all onto another topic. Um, I mean, it's evident of how my taste uh, uh, in film has grown because when I saw Old Boy the first time, I was like, yes, perfect, brilliant. Really? No, no, 10. And then watching it again all these years later, I, you, you could see the cracks in it. I had several questions wow. and concerns after I watched it. Wow. Now, have you, are you talking about the 2003 Korean old boy or the uh, 2013 Josh Brolin American old boy? The 2003. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's uh, a tough movie. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. Yeah. So that's <laughs> yeah. what we got coming up next week. We got, this is a rewind. And the week after that, we got long walk talks. Right on. Any chance of a teeny talk in the future? Uh, I'll have to talk to Katie. All right. My, well, I was going to say my summer just freed up from, with, uh, work, but hers is starting to speed up, uh, with another show. So we'll see how our schedules work out. Getting us in here to talk is as difficult as getting us home at the same time to talk to each other, not with microphones in front of us, just because, uh, the way our schedules are and the way we stretch ourselves so thin. Yeah, boy. Talking to the choir there. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> well, dogs, if people want to reach out to you online or follow you online, where is the best place for them to do that at? Well, you can follow me at This Is A Work on TikTok. I think I have uh, at least 50-something followers, and only half of them are spam bots. So, yeah. I'm, I'm the other half are porn bots. Yep. That's right. <laughs> uh, you can also get me at uh, at two underscore dogs at Instagram and immortal two dogs on Twitter. Fantastic. Chris, if you want to reach out to you online or follow you where, where can they do that at? 
every time you say it, the I just want to go don't. But <laughs> um, I am Chris the OK on Twitter. Uh, you know, uh, message me there if you want to if you want to argue with me about anything. That's I mean that's what Twitter's for. Pretty much, yeah. Thanks a lot, Elon Musk. And I'll argue with you too. But if you send me, otherwise, I'm not getting on there. That's fair. Uh, if you would like to follow me online, the best place to do that is on Instagram at DB Hensley. If you want to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us or search for Long Walk Productions and Long Walk Podcasts on Facebook. To see more of our original work or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming, you can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoy this show or any of the shows in the Long Walk Podcast Network, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on. And for David Hensley and Chris Barnes, this is David Two Dogs Hayes saying, guys, if you got out of bed today, you had a job to go to, you have someone that cares about you when you get home. This match is over. And you just won via pinfall. Thank you for listening to This Is A Work. May you find someone who looks at you the way Rhea did at Edge.